Genesis chapter four, the Bible says, and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Hallelujah. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, hallelujah, and his countenance fell. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord said unto Cain, why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance falling? Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Why is your countenance falling? Thank you, Lord. You see, Cain was a Cain was a. When it was the first man to be possessed by the devil. Hallelujah. He was the first one. When Adam and Eve subjected themselves to the enemy, he was able to come in there and be a part of the human race. You see, at first, the devil could only get inside of animal bodies. But then he was able to get inside of human bodies. He was in a snake. And if you look in the New Testament, you find out that he was in the pigs. But he wanted to be able to get inside of the human body and he couldn't until Eve disobeyed God. Amen. It wasn't possible until Eve disobeyed God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so the important thing, brothers and sisters, that we understand, that we remember is that the enemy wants to do everything in his power, everything possible, hallelujah, to live your life. The enemy is very jealous of, of you. He's jealous of your relationship that you have with God. Amen. He's very jealous. Hallelujah. And in fact, he absolutely cannot stand the fact that you can talk with God and that God will answer your prayers and that God will respect your prayer. God doesn't respect the devil. He doesn't respect that fallen angel. And he's jealous of our position that we have in Christ. Very jealous. Hallelujah. But the interesting thing is. Cain fulfills everything that the devil represents. In the book of John, chapter 8, verse 44, it says that you are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. When was he a murderer? Well, Lucifer was a murderer in heaven when he tried to fight against the angels of, of God. Amen. That's when he was first a murderer. Cain is the first murderer in the Bible. And God put a mark upon his forehead and he, and he was a killer. He was an ungodly man that had become filled with, with unrighteousness. 
And do you want to know what it's all about? It's all because God did not respect his offering. Hallelujah. Now, can you think about that? God did not respect this man's offering. It was a reason that God didn't respect his offering. It was because he didn't bring the offering according to the will of God. He brought it according to his own will. He didn't do it the way God said to do it. He did it his way instead of God's way. He wanted to fulfill his purpose instead of fulfilling God's purpose. And God ultimately did not have respect for the sacrifice. Now, what was God's way? Obviously, we see that God's way, when Adam and Eve sinned, God took the life of, an, of a, a beast of, um, of the field and he covered them with the skin of that animal. Just like Jesus died for us and he covers us with his blood. Amen. But, but Cain, even though he knew this, he brought to God an offering out of the ground. He didn't want to give God the blood sacrifice that God wanted to be given. Blood for blood. Skin for sin. Cain wanted to do it his own way. And so he brought of the fruit of the ground. And God didn't respect it. Now, I wonder what that would have looked like. How God didn't respect it. Maybe he had a bad dream. Maybe he didn't get a word from God like he wanted. Maybe, you know, God blew on it when he offered it. Maybe God blew it out. I don't know exactly what that looked like, how God demonstrated that he did not respect that offering. But he showed Cain, I don't respect what you did. Amen. And it's just like it's just like us as children or us as parents. When one of our children brings us something that they say, look, dad, look what I've done. And you're looking at it and you're like, dad, this is not this ain't it. Amen. This ain't going to work. Praise God. Dad, I cleaned up the kitchen. No, that's not a good sacrifice. You did it. You did it wrong. Amen. Amen. Dad, you know, I did my homework and you did a bad job, son. And that's what God was basically telling Cain. He told Cain, Cain, you've done a bad job. I don't respect what you have done. You're trying to figure out how to get around easy and it's not going to work. And, and that's how it is for us as saints of God. Sometimes we're coming to God, bringing our our weakest sacrifice to God, the bare minimum in our giving. And we're like, God, take what take what's left, because it's all I got left. Instead of giving God what's right, you're giving God what's left. Amen. Hallelujah. You're giving him what you got left. And, and, and we get upset. We get upset, brothers and sisters. When God blows on it and say, nah, you can do better. Well, Lord, I prayed five minutes today. Now, you ought to be accepting my prayer. Now, you should be excited. Hallelujah. Well, Lord, I prayed to you, you know, when I was in the shower this morning. That should have, sat, that should have been a good enough, Lord, sacrifice. And God is like, mm-mm, I'm a great king. All of this mess of the death of uh, of. Abel because of Cain was because of a sacrifice. Because God liked Abel's sacrifice and God did not like Cain's. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, don't let 
your lack of performance caused you to be jealous of somebody else. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't let your lack of communicating with God and your jealousy of how God is working with somebody else. Cause your downfall or cause you to want somebody not to make it. But you praise God. Hallelujah. You praise God. You bless God because too many of us are worried about somebody else. When all we got to do is get ourselves together. Get ourselves together. Cain could have easily. He was the older brother. Cain could have easily brought his sacrifice before God. And said, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm gonna give you the rest of what I got, Lord. What you want me to do? You want me to trade this? You want me to trade this in and bring you the offering? You know, and I've heard people say over time, you know, in times past, well, I like to give God my time and my tithe. I like to offer up my time. Well, I ain't, if you making money and you offering God time, don't be surprised when He take away your money and say, all I want is from you is your time. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Come on, Jesus. I've heard so many people tell me that. Brother, it's not about the giving. I'm like, you are one ignorant individual. When have you last read your Bible? Hallelujah. I've had so many people tell me this over the years. And every last one of them, eventually you find out that they don't go, they don't go anywhere. Because God honors us as we honor him. And when we don't honor God... It hinders our spirit. We get sad. We get depressed. We get all down and lonely. And we're looking at everybody else trying to figure out why they're getting so blessed and why we're still having trouble and why we're still having problems. And it, it sometimes, sometimes it's natural, but sometimes we are causing it and we get upset when our lack of performance doesn't generate the results that we're looking for. Hallelujah. But even if God just, even if God just blesses you with a word from the Lord, that's enough. Even if he just blesses you, blesses your spirit. And and, and that's enough. Hallelujah. My goodness. We got to come before God. Correct. And I've heard, I've had people tell me, you know, I, you know, I give to the Lord that which I want. And then, you know, I do everything else the way I want to do it. And you know what the thing that surprises me the most, the thing that surprises me the most is that most of the time the folks that say that, they don't really have much of anything anyways. And I'm not saying that to be judgmental. But if you want to go up, you've got to be right. you got to do it right. Amen. Because then when you do it right, then you can say, Lord, I, you know, then you can say you can look up to God with confidence instead of looking down like like Cain did. Wondering why he wasn't blessed and why God had um, basically rejected him. So an evidence, listen to this, brothers and sisters, an evidence that God is not pleased is that sometimes we have a, a fallen countenance. Now, this is not always. We have bad circumstances that also cause us to have a fallen countenance where we are sad. Where we are feeling, you know, lonely or down or depressed or whatever the case may be. But on the opposite side of this, when God does respect you, he's going to let his countenance shine on you and raise up your countenance and raise your face up. Hallelujah. So that you can smile and rejoice. God will put joy down in your spirit 
when you are when you are doing right by him. Now, some people might be saying, well, God doesn't need my money. No, he doesn't need your money, but he gave it to you. And he says that he is the great king. And he says that he will rebuke the devourer for you when you give to him. And he says that he will. He says that he will curse you with a curse if you don't. He says he says that in the book of Malachi. Now, somebody might be saying, well, that's Old Testament doctrine. And I've heard that, too. No. You know, that's, that people told me that. I'm just telling what they told me. As they said, that's Old Testament. Pastor Jimmy, have you done your theology lessons? Have you studied your scripture? <laughs> have you, have you, did you not know that that was in the Old Testament? And Jesus says that I came not to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. The law was fulfilled in Christ. And so, therefore, I'm not subject to anything in the Old Testament. And for about a year, when I was a young believer, I might have considered that. I was like, ah, okay. I was like, yeah. I was like, Lord, so hey, what's going on here, Lord? Hey, man, why do you keep telling me I need to pay my tithes? And they telling me that, and you telling me that I need to offer up uh, faithfully to you. And I keep having this. And every time I don't, you're visiting me in a dream telling me that I messed up. And, and they're telling me that this is Old Testament. And the Lord, he said, you know, he never really gave me a sound answer until I until I continue to study the word of God. But every time, no matter what I tried to do to justify it, he wasn't having it. I had a dream. I had a vision. And he says, you are lacking. You are lacking. Amen. But one day, God revealed it to me. And I said, wow. Abraham is 430 years before the law. There is no Moses. There is no law. There is nothing. And yet Abraham is paying his tithes. And I said, so what in the world are they talking about that tithes is a law? Tithes is before the law. This is something that we do to honor the almighty God that made the whole wide world. Hallelujah. He said, it's all mine. It's all mine. And when Cain came before God, he said, God, you take it or leave it. And God said, I leave it. I don't want it. Keep that. It's, it's almost like it's almost like God said, keep that mess. Hallelujah. And that's what I think that God feels like when we come to him and we try to force what we want to give to him uh, to him. Amen. Take this prayer, Lord, even though I don't mean it. Take this offering, even though I don't want to give it. Take these. Take whatever you want, God, even though I really don't care. And take. Eight percent. I'm not giving you no ten percent of this tithes. I'm giving you eight. I'm giving. Oh, you, I'm giving you four percent, God. And God said, "Leave it. Mm-hmm. You might as well take that and give it to the to the, na- to, the to the neighborhood <laughs> boys and girls club." Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Praise God. You know why? Because He's a great God. And this is the reason. Yeah. Anybody that tells you that our heart of giving has nothing to do with our relationship with God is absolutely totally wrong. Mm. Because it was because of giving. Giving is what caused is what caused the first murder and destruction in the world. Because had Cain been a giver, he never would have become given over to being a taker. He took a man's life because he didn't know how to be a giver. Amen. He took somebody out. His own brother. Because he was a because he was unwilling to do the will of God. Unwilling. Hallelujah. 
He was unwilling. And his countenance fell. He was in a depression. That's why God, you yeah. know, you should never allow yourself to sit there in no depression. Get up from there. Yeah. Being, being uh -huh. depressed. Turn that thing hey, into hey, a positive up, mindset. Shake, shake that mess off. off. Raise yeah. your head up. Get your spirit together. Praise the Lord. You know, for anybody, anybody that um, comes to me and they have a problem and they have a depression, I take them through my matrix of problem solving, of trying to figure out what their problem might be. And um, yeah. Yeah. and when we get when we finally get to the bottom of it, if they got any level of prop depression or um, anything like that, mental issues or whatever the case may be, it's not going to be met with soft, beautiful, clean, nice pity uh pity pat words it's going to be met with yeah. it's going to be met with the same level of aggression that satan is attacking them with because you don't come out of that with a pity pat lifestyle amen you don't defeat this monstrous demon that's coming at you with all these vicious words and depressions with nice easy calm stuff just doesn't work Hallelujah. That person going to be just as weak. And so you got to come out of it. Just imagine this. You know, there are frequencies that work in the world today. Many frequencies. And you got low, low frequencies, you know, way at the bottom. And then you got very high frequencies. And if you would imagine a person that's dealing with depression, they are operating on a very, very low polar of that frequency. They're on the on the bottom of it. It's almost like a very yeah. low attitude. Their mind is low. They can't, they can't come out of it. They're yeah. low, 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 and their thoughts yeah. are low. And then the thing that they do, yeah. it lends itself to lowness. Yeah. It's, it's, they're, on the bottom of the, they're on the bottom of the scale. They're on the negative polar side. And that's where you get this bipolar mentality. A lot of people yeah. on this line might have a bit of bipolar, unfortunately. Yeah. But the thing is, when you're really low, they're either really low or they're really high. They really they either think that they're nothing or they think that they're on top of the world. They go from they, they're like a pendulum swinging up and down, up and down, up and down. God doesn't want you to be like that. God wants you to be stable and strong. Hallelujah. Listen to the word of God. Listen to what I'm telling you tonight in the name of Jesus. I'm trying to show you how to get the right frequency in your spirit. If you are all the way at the bottom of that low area, there's a couple things I do. Amen. Even when I'm not feeling right, what I'll do is I put myself on music on my praise therapy in Jesus name. You know why? Because praise is at the high level of the frequency. Depression is at the low level of the frequency. And so I'll, I'll, I'll give people that praise and I say, listen to this praise because this praise is going to break the stronghold of that negative low spirit that you got in you. And the same energy that's bringing you down, you're going to need the energy of the Holy Ghost to bring you up. Amen. It's got to be like an explosion. Hallelujah. And you can only get there. You can only get there in praise. You can only get there in giving. You can only get there in those utilizing these tools that God gave to you. You can talk a good talk all day long. Oh, I want to do good works and I want to send out messages or whatever the case may be. But it come a time that you got to actually give. 
And it comes a time that you got to actually, listen to me, you got to actually praise God and let praise minister to you to get you from that low pit and skyrocket you up. Amen. And it'll blow you out of that negativity. And then you stay there. And then when you settle, when you settle, you finally settle at a nice, uh, nice, relaxed um, position. Instead of being all the way at the bottom of the low frequency. Hallelujah. See, Cain, Cain didn't bring God. Cain didn't want to offer to God and give to God. He wanted to give to God like he wanted to give to God. Let me do it my way. Let me do it my way. And God didn't respect him. God did not honor him. So his countenance fell. And God began to talk to him. God, even though God rejected his sacrifice, God was still talking to him. Hallelujah. Listen to that, brothers and sisters. And you think that God can't speak to you when you fall and you make mistakes and you do evil. Listen, the Bible says that many are going to say to him in that day, I prophesied in your name. And he's going to say, I don't know you. Hallelujah. He said, I never knew you. But, but, but this man is prophesying, hearing the voice of the Lord, and he, is, and he just brought God a terrible sacrifice. And it reminds me of me when I used to be like, God, I'm not, I'm not, I ain't even going to participate in that. I'm not doing it. And the Lord would come and show me a dream. It wasn't a good one either. He showed me a word. Hey, this is about to happen. This is about to happen, and this is about to happen. I'm like, oh, man. I ain't know all that was going to happen, Lord. I would have I would have went ahead and just did it. I would have went ahead and been submissive to the will of God. But when I understood it, when I first began to give to God, I, you know, I was doing it out of the wrong spirit. I wasn't doing it um, because I was wanting to get the blessing of God or just to honor God. I was doing it because I didn't want to get the curse. I kept having these negative experiences and I was like, God, I don't want, I said, I don't want any, I remember saying this, I don't want anything from you. I said, I'm just giving this so that I don't have to have any of these negative revelations or dreams or, or uh, influences. But when I began to realize the blessing that was associated with my giving, Hallelujah. And and, and how God began to minister to me and the angels of the Lord began to minister to me. I said, I wish I I wish somebody would explain this to me better instead of these people that taught me the wrong way to think about it. Hallelujah. God, God, God spoke to Cain. He says, Cain, if you do well. Shall you not be accepted? But if you do not well, sin is lying at your door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. So God is telling, telling, telling Cain, Cain, you're the eldest. If you do the right thing, you know, your brother's going to look up to him. Your brother's going to look up to you. You're going to rule over him if you just do what's right. But if you do what's wrong, I'm not going to honor you. Sin is going to be at your door. Hallelujah. So God don't care about your age. That's why God took Joseph all the way from the bottom and made him the head of all all of the children of Israel. He took him from the bottom. Come on now. What God is looking for is a man and a woman that is willing to be a the sacrificer. The one that's going to be the one that's going to really say, Lord God, I want your will and I want your plan for my life. And God's going to bless 
But this man, he was unwilling. He allowed this stuff to get into his heart for its own corruption. And it destroyed his whole family and it destroyed his brother and it destroyed everything that he had been doing. Hallelujah. Bible says, and Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Abel didn't have nothing to do with his bad participation. Abel didn't have anything to do with his negative life. It was him. It was all him. He was full of the devil. He wanted to give God the bare minimum. He was a selfish man, and he didn't want to offer any sacrifices to God. Reminds me of Judas Iscariot. Judas wanted the bag. Judas wanted the money. Judas did not want to share the money. Judas no. sold Jesus for money. And Cain, I can just see him saying, I ain't giving God all this. Y'all crazy. I've been working hard all week for this. Amen. I've been working all month for this, for this harvest that I got. I've been, working, I've been working all year for this harvest I got. You think I'm going to give this to somebody that's invisible, that don't even eat or drink? Hallelujah. And he didn't realize that it was just God's way of saying, you got to honor me. This is my land. I own all this. You got to put me first. Hallelujah. But Cain couldn't see it. Cain didn't believe it. And because he didn't, it led to him actually being a selfish brat that only wanted stuff for himself. He was always worried about what he could get, how much he could get out Amen. What could be done for him? And when he didn't get the blessing, he was angry with the one that got it, which was his brother. Took it out on him. Sometimes people are mad at you for their own wrongdoing. How are you going to be mad at the woman and you for leaving you and you were the one putting your hands on her? Amen. Okay. Okay. Hallelujah. How are you going to be mad at the at the woman when you when you cheated on the woman? She just doing what's right. Amen. Praise God. How how, how are you going to be mad? Amen. How are you going to be mad? You can't be mad. You just got to go forward. Amen. And do the will of God. How are you going to be mad, Cain, at Abel? When you were the one that didn't offer your sacrifice to God, God gave you a chance just like he gave everybody else. Between you and God. Amen. And it's our understanding. It's for us to understand, brothers and sisters, that if you want God to speak favorable to you, you want God to honor you, you want God to bless you, you want God to open up doors for you, you want God to make you joyful and happy. It starts with you and doing yeah, what you're supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. Hallelujah. It doesn't start with anybody else. Don't get mad at your brothers and sisters for getting blessed. Amen. And don't get mad at them for being joyful and happy. Always joyful. Always, you know, feeling good because they're doing their part. Amen. Hello, somebody in Jesus name. Amen. They're doing their part. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.